And we are live! Ladies and gentlemen, Dirty Dallas on the Jim Bob and Your Car Show, but fucking Jim isn't here because he's sick because he ate nasty sushi. How the fuck are you, man? <laughs> I'm doing a lot better now, bro. I'll tell you what, it's a real uh, pleasure to be here. Hell yeah. This is, uh, this is his... We're popping his podcast cherry. I've had a dream since I was a young man where I was broadcast with an audience bigger than the people that were in the room, and uh, today that dream gets fulfilled, so thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Appreciate that. It's my fucking pleasure. Welcome to the Jim Bob and Your Car Show. Unfortunately, like I said, Jim's fucking sick. What? What are you looking at me for? Because I go in to get a dog bed and you start. Yeah. I also, for all you folks listening out there, I have a bevy of topics that I want to cover. Uh, I've been drinking for 12 hours that, uh, that, that the young, beautiful Katie just told me a few minutes ago, and uh, it's going to be a doozy, so strap on and strap in. There's going to be a lot of unsoliciting laughing in this uh, version of, or in this episode. What the fuck? Oh, never mind. So what do you want to talk about first, man? You, you, know, saw, you saw that movie, right? Bohemian Rhapsody? I do. I do want to talk about Bohemian Rhapsody. I also want to talk about A Star is Born. Because I just watched A Star is Born. It's good, isn't it? And it changed my fucking life. It's yeah. a great movie. I'll talk about Bo Rap first. Bo Rap. Is that what we're calling it? Bo Rap? Bohemian Rhapsody, as in gentlemen in the, in the uh, movie call it. I also am under good authority that someone here has not seen it. I haven't still. Still have not seen it. Two out of three of us have seen it. Oh, Lady Bob's here too. Hello. She's playing Jamie's, like in the Joe Rogan thing. Jamie's the computer guy. That's what she's doing today. I'm fact checking these fuckers. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. What's his name? Rami Malik. Rami Malik. So, I never... Did you like it? I loved I loved Bohemian Rhapsody. I was a, a minor Queen fan before I watched the movie, and I became a fucking huge Queen fan. After the fact, I am super proud that all those gay men have beautiful mustaches. Uh, I also have a beautiful gay fireman's mustache, too, now. And um, someone say, hey, shave it for that reason. I say, it made me want to keep it more. So, so I digress. Um, first things first, Remy Malik won a shit ton of awards, right? He won an award for that, right? He won uh, Best Actor. And he got a lot of shit for that. Do you see all the shit he got for it? No, what did he get shit for? So, a lot of people were talking shit about the movie itself. They said, you know, he doesn't fucking look like um, Freddie Mercury. He doesn't, you know, who is he? He doesn't have the pipes to sing like him. The biopic was, he didn't do it injustice. These are critics, right? These are the critics on the trolls on the internet. and But actually, some like high-level people involved in the... Grammys, right? Oscars. Oscars, the Oscars. Yeah, Oscars. I was reading after the fact that he like they were snubbing him, saying like, you know, there goes a wasted award type shit. But um, I think he did a great fucking job personally. Wasted award. Well, the guy from Black Panther was nominated right. for best actor. Come on, man, that wasn't. He did way better. What? Well, I'm just I'm reading things. What are you reading? Oh, um, that after the backlash, Queen's Roger Taylor hits back at Here critics. What did they say? Uh, it says that. Uh, well, I wasn't done reading, and you said, "What did I find?" So. Well, you're on the spot now, Johnny. Yeah, I know. When I'm trying to read really fast. It's all right. You want to take a second? Brush yeah. up on it. Yeah, go ahead. Keep talking. That's okay. That's, Anyways, that's all right. That's all so right. So he got backlash for his amazing role. 
Yeah, so people, mean, basically yeah. people were saying that um, it wasn't that he didn't do him justice as a character, was that he was not the right person for the role. Basically. Who the fuck else would have played him? I don't fucking know, but long story short, what's also crazy about that dude is, <clears throat> so I started digging my own little fact search about what the movie got right, what the movie got wrong, because I was curious, you know, oh, how man, it got a lot wrong. And it did. But one of the things I thought was really interesting is that they, the live aid scene, which is, the I mean, personally, it's one of the best scenes in the fucking movie. Sure. Other than when they're riding another one bites the dust and my man is going into that fucking gay bar with all those fucking leather masks. <laughs> what? What? Personally, I would say, God damn, this is what I paid for. So I got my money's worth right out of the jump. But anyway, the live aid scene where he fucking mirrored the performance of Freddie Mercury in real life at live aid. That was one of the very first scenes they shot of the movie. Yeah, it was the... Yeah. That's fucking crazy. That was day one. Crazy to me. Yep. I was so. watching a bunch of interviews with him, and he said that that he felt like the they were putting him on the spot. Yeah. Just to see if they were going to fire him or not. Have you seen uh, pa- Papillon? The movie Papillon? Yeah. No. With Charlie Hunman and Remy Malek? you seen it? No, I saw the original. No, no. I'm talking about the one that just came out. Papillon. Charlie mm-hmm. Hunman and... Uh, Charlie and who? Charlie Hungman. Jax Teller from Oh, from Charlie Hunnam. Okay. Yeah, Charlie Yumum. Yeah, yum Yums. <laughs> um, they, they were in that movie together, <clears throat> and uh, Remy Malik is the co- Char- Charlie's the primary actor, and he's like the secondary, I guess, main star, if you will. Uh-huh. And uh, he's in that movie, and he's not... His, he's good in his role, but his role's not, <clears throat> like... You're not winning any fucking war. You don't even fucking know about the movie, so that's no, funny. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there it is. I don't know what you're talking about. Pap- Papillon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It means it butterfly about? in French. What's it about? Well, it's about a French butterfly? No, it's a tattoo that he has on his chest. Don't, don't spoil the movie for him. It's a good fucking... I, Have he, you watched the original? I never watched the original. I watched Who's it. in the original? Uh, hold on, I'll tell you in just a second. I don't like I, being the guy I forgot. Not I, I, Jamie, please, will you? <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm, I'm working will. on it. I'm working on it. Jamie-esque? Anyway, dude... So, Remy Malik, dude, he's a bad motherfucker. I was impressed. Oh, like, he said that it was really... So, he was in Mr. Robot, and he said that he wore one outfit. His pants and a, a sweatshirt, and that was it. And then in this movie, there's like 500 different costumes that he had to wear. Is there any part of you, as a straight man, in a, you know... In Dustin Hoffman was in the original, and Steve McQueen. In 1973. Steve McQueen? That, that sounds like a dope movie. movie? Papillon. Papillon. Write that shit down. We'll watch it. Is there any yeah. part of you... I don't you need to write it down. I love uh, that movie. That watched that movie and said, fuck me. That guy is fucking doing it big. And yeah, his, the his level of flamboyancy, number one, and his level of, like, you know, fuck the norm. Like, did you identify with any part of that? I mean, the fuck the norm thing, sure. Because I don't, I don't consider myself a normal person. But what about the flamboyancy? Oh, yeah. I'm not flamboyant either, so. <laughs> Neither I mean, am I, right? But but we are in our own sense. There was a part of it. I like to think I have a little bit of a, my own flair. What's the definition of flamboyant? Okay. Okay, and I saw that, and it goes further than just a gay man's mustache, right? Because you know, I mean, we can talk about my views on homosexuality. So cows go home. And, I mean, uh, hey man, we got we'll, all night. We'll, 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 here, we'll so. knock on that door. T- tending to attract attention because of their exuberance, confidence, and stylishness. So you are flamboyant all the fucking time. See, and uh, I, res- I, 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 I identify with Freddie Mercury's character. Not so much the AIDS. Uh, I don't so, leave that out. But what was his real name? Who? 
uh, Freddie Mercury. Oh, uh, old place. Oh, yeah, I don't know, but so you identify with Freddie Mercury, not necessarily. What I'm, what I'm saying is his, the way he. Faroka Bulsara. Not with that guy. He said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do me, and it's gonna rub people the wrong way." And I liked how he didn't his his role as a man and as a bisexual man and as a gay man like he was very fluid through his life mm-hmm. and I, I respected that I identify with that not in the sense of like I was straight and now I'm bisexual and then I'm gonna be gay not in that aspect of it but in terms of like his like transcendence into like I'm gonna be who I am unapologetically so right. sure. I, I respect I'm that I'm real what you see is what you get that's and I like I like sure. how that story was told in that sense that's but that's how you and I both are. For what real. you see is what you fucking get. And the music was fucking rad. I, yeah. I mean, I just loved... I thought it was rad. I've been listening to Queen since then. I love so, that... Uh, who was it? Taylor. Oh, fact check from Jamie. Uh, Roger Taylor. Or Katie. He, yeah. Rod, yeah, my name's not Jamie. I was going to be born with Jamie. My mom was going to name me Jamie. Anyway, um, Roger Taylor had just said to the critics, you know, that... <clears throat> They they seemed to have lost the magic of the film. They started to become nitpicky, and they were losing what the film was actually trying to give to the audience, just because people want to be negative. And, uh, and Roger Taylor's the drummer, by the way. And he says, when I watch a movie, uh, I want to be touched and uplifted by the film, and hopefully that's what it did. And we didn't shy away from anything. And so... He, I mean, for somebody who actually knew Freddie Mercury and was close to him to say that about it, um, Remy Malik and his performance. Well, so the thing is, is the people who, produ- uh, the production company for this movie, they were part of the, pro- they were the produ- two producers in this movie. And the person who was going to get the Freddie position wasn't going to get it without their approval. So for them to say... Yes, we approve of this one guy. That's a big fucking thing. Right, and fuck the critics. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. There's always going to be critics, no matter what you do. Speaking of awards and critics, so let's move on to A Star is Born. I just watched it over the past, not two days that I was at work, but three days before that. She has seen this. I watched it three times. I love it. I've seen it twice. I watched it once by myself and once with her. What a fucking story. Yeah. It's been made four times, you know. It right? has for yeah. a fucking good reason, and I yeah. hope that I hope the two people make it again next fucking year because it was that goddamn good. It was it was really good. I don't know about that. It was good. It was really good, well, and it well, was listen, moving. I don't want someone else to remake it right now because no, Cooper's sure he did. A, he, I think he did a, a really good job. That was Bradley Cooper's it. real dog. That yeah. was his oh, real was dog. It? That was his real hearing doctor. His real hearing hearing doctor. Huh. Should you not? I didn't know that. Does and he really then, have issues with hearing? Yeah. Okay. The mo- well, it's more of a mind. Why the fuck do I have a computer in front of me? I'll just ask you. I always looked it up. No, because there's going to be things. There's going to be a lot of things. We're going to go down rabbit holes. I'm going to drop a bomb on you guys. I thought about on the way over here that uh, we're going to talk about. Great. Anyway, did that movie fucking haunt it? It's been haunting me since, dude. Why? Because it fucking made me in so... In a good way? Or? It made me so sad, dude. Yeah. I hated I the way it so ended. I was so fucking sad. I saw it coming. I completely saw it coming. When she was doing her stage thing, he didn't show up. And uh, First of all, he wouldn't have killed himself, spoiler alert, if 
that dude didn't come over. First of all, he wouldn't have killed himself, spoiler alert, if they had a, a structured communication in the relationship. Okay. And they actually talked to each other. Why you got to bring women shit into this? Listen. Oh, yeah. oh fuck off. That, her manager came over and yeah, said, and you said, need to fucking need to leave, leave. Disappear. And yeah. then the next and scene, he kills himself. Because he loves her and he wants her to succeed. And I'm in the way. I'm in the way. That was, uh, it was a very... I have embarrassed her to the point of no return when he pissed himself. With the Grammys? Yeah. Which was hard to watch. That was very, yeah. Very hard to watch. I was like, that's like... Yeah. Fuck, it's hard to watch. Yeah, look, I get chills every time. Man, that movie gave... It it just, it was a really good movie. I hated that ending scene. I hated the lead up to it because I knew what the fuck was going to happen. I could see it coming and I'm like, I don't want it. And his fucking voice. And then the dog, the dog at the end. Like, what the fuck? I've been listening to the soundtrack. I listened to it today in the gym. I shit you not. I've been listening to it nonstop, along with fucking the Queen. Queen soundtrack. Two movies. I'll even further. I've been listening to, I've been listening to the original score from the movie. Which is not just the song, but it's also the scenes in between the songs. Uh, Which is dope. Mm -hmm. And, uh. Songs in between the scenes. I got you. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Whatever the fuck ever, man. You know. You already know. Anyway, shout out to Bradley Cooper if you're listening, brother. I love you. You got a spot in San Diego when you come. You're fucking listening. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a big thing. <laughs> I hope you're listening. True story. Lock. No, that was a really good movie. It was. It, it, yeah. I know it's been talked about. Did you watch the Oscars when him and, him no, and dude. Lady Gaga fucking... Pull up the video. I so watched can... it after the fact because I was, you know, doing some fucking, you know. Did in, you see in, my fuck each other? Interwebbing and uh, the whole fucking deal with, you know, oh, they're in love and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. fucking Bradley Cooper stumped his fucking wife who mm-hmm. he didn't. I mean, girlfriend. And then girlfriend, whatever she is. And then she went on a. What, what, she went on a show. Yeah. And was asked about it. And yeah. she was like. That's what we wanted you guys to think. We're actors. Right, yeah. She's, she she handled it very uh, uh, maturely. Yeah. You know, she's pretty much just said, look, we're actors. They were doing a scene. They were supposed to make you believe that, and obviously they did. I was impressed, man. Yeah. I was impressed, and the song's great. And uh, yeah. Her song, the one song on the soundtrack, I forget, I don't know the name of it, but she sings this one song about, um, I'll always remember you this way. Yeah. Hands down, my favorite song. Dopest dope I've ever smoked. That song, hands down, right there. <laughs> yeah, I liked all of them. I, I really did. And I um, I like the song they did together, the shallow one. And then, I mean, they just, the chemistry between them was great. In the film and at the Oscars. You brought strawberries. Fuck yeah, I brought strawberries. <sighs> I like it. I like to see the nutrition going on. Uh, for those out there listening, I just want you to know my man right here, Bob, has turned over a new leaf. Shut the uh, fuck he's up. He's on a new health initiative. No, I'm not. And he's, he, yeah, yeah, he is. Don't let him lie to you. And he's, uh, he's doing good. Good for you, buddy. Beer, beer and strawberries. New health initiative. Light beer. Coors Light. Shout out to Coors Light. Look for sponsorships. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we? We are. What did you think about on your way over here? Oh yeah, the bomb. Oh, you ready? <clears throat> and by the way, shout out to the sloth. You know where you're at. Thank you for this. It's 2019. I think it's bullshit that I'm looked down upon because I'm a compulsory master, compulsory masturbator. <laughs> yes. Now listen, let me dig into this. Let me dig into this. Ready? All right. <laughs> I find it is completely necessary and healthy for me to jerk off multiple times a day. 
in the right places, in appropriate places. I'm not out cranking down in fucking corners and weird sure. places, you know, in, in domiciles and dormitories. I'm not jerking off in my fucking car being a weirdo. But when I have big decisions to make, or I know I'm going to be fucking busy all day, it helps me clear my head. Sometimes working out doesn't cut it, and I need to release. In between sexual intercourse, okay, I think it's appropriate. What I think is inappropriate is that I'm supposed to feel shamed and not talk about masturbation. Like it's not healthy and normal when we all fucking do it. Where did this come from? It came from the fact that it's a real fucking thing in my life. And I had a conversation with the boys at the firehouse. And I came up that, like, dude, like, why don't, why is it still, t- it's kind of like taboo to talk about still. Right. It's not dinner conversation. I'm not going to go to fucking church and talk about this shit. I get that. Sure. But I'm talking about in certain social settings. Why is that taboo for me to talk about? So, according to American Psychiatric Association, the only time that it's unhealthy is if it gets in the way of your daily activities. But to masturbate more than more than once a day, once a day, once a week, whatever, whatever tickles your fancy, is fine. It's it's it just depends on what you personally want. I'm not shirking responsibilities to go crank down. Sure, it enhances my ability to focus, mental clarity. Makes me tired. Well, I'm tired. I go to sleep. That's rough. (laughs) I was going to say, so, you know, like, if I can't sleep, I'll masturbate because it makes me tired and I go to sleep and it makes me, it's better than taking a pill, a sleeping pill. If I'm in between meals and I'm about to get ready to shag ass out of the house and I got 20 minutes, crank down, I'm out the door. Also, I I, I think it's important to use your imagination. Vice, pornography. Oh, I agree with and, that. And I'm not waging a war against porn. I don't care. Yeah. Me personally, I'm not really about the uh, porn. I have no problem with it. Um, Do you watch awesome. it ever? I've, I've partaken on occasion. That's not what I asked. But if you... If yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, it's not like a, but it's not a regular thing. I would say right. 10% of the time I use pornography. And right. then 90% I'm fucking raw dogging from the mind. Right. I personally think that if you watch porn and every time you do it... Desensitizes Yes, you. it does. Because I've seen this. Okay, this isn't getting me excited anymore. I've seen this. Well, not only that, when you're doing it, you expect something different. Sure. Because you've been watching it, so your brain's like, I expect this to happen, and then you, when you do it, that well, doesn't happen. Well, you have happen. false expectations of what they're feeling, based yeah. on their reaction, because they're acting in front of a fucking camera. Have you guys ever listened to Asa Akira's podcast? I don't know who that is, so no. She's a famous Asian... Uh, Asian category porn star <laughs> I would say the like you think of Asian porn star she's uh-huh. like the fucking person uh-huh. he's a podcast and she brings on male female you know fetish actor like all these people midgets fucking all these people is it midget or little little person what is it, what is it? I correct? say midget what is the correct little, nomenclature little, for that correct person. the PC is little, little person, person. <laughs> The fuck, she brings fucking midgets and talks to them Thank too. You. <laughs> All right. My man. You know? Anyway. And uh, they talk about the industry. Mm-hmm. Any question you've ever had about a porn, production, post-production, mm-hmm. industry, all that shit, they bring it up. I got a old chomper. Oh, I got a chomper. Uh, they bring it up and they talk about it. And that, I mean, for me, I like, I like that. Because like, I'm curious about the pornography industry. Sure. From a business standpoint, just I'm fucking curious about fucking NASCAR industry. It's actually you know? I don't like plumbing. NASCAR. It's 
the business aspect of it is plummeting because of streaming. Because yeah, you got the the Pornhub and the the uh, X videos and the X hamster. Well, I'd all, ask you what your go to is, but you don't watch porn enough. All those sites, and I'm sure there's a plethora of more, but uh, you probably like the the '70s style old hairy bush, don't you? I got no problem with the bush, dude. A Kent Bush is, is I'm okay with. No, I, no, no, I'm talking about '70s style pornography. It goes from the the bottom of the belly button. I put it to you this way. I put it to you this way. Because you're nasty. Fuck. I put, I put it to you this way. I, you know, I've been known to dabble in all things. In life. <laughs> There's a reason I call you Dirty D. I put it to you this way. I enjoy. I like donuts, right? Sure. I, I fucking I love the idea. I love the this. I like different flavors. Uh-huh. How many times have you seen me eat a donut? Maybe one time. Right. Because it's a treat every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about the bush, dude. I don't want to deal with it every fucking day. Right. You know, it, it's rice, cakes, protein powder, and bananas. You know what I'm saying? I'm on the reg, <laughs> a.k.a. shaved. But every now and again, I'm not going to say, oh, I can't do this because there's a bush. Would you go down on a muff that's not shaved? Yeah, I'd give the old Harvard try. <laughs> the old Harvard um, try. Have you ever? I have. I have. It's, uh, I can't say it's the most enjoyable thing. It's not. Especially when you're pulling hair out of your mouth. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But like, you go to a mosh pit and you fucking bang, you're having a blast, the next day you feel like shit. Sure. You don't say, man, I wish I wouldn't have did that. You say, man, that sucks. I'm hurting now. So do you, do you carry the double standard that most males do? That they won't go down on a female that's not shaved, but they expect them to go down on them when they're not kept? I, at all times, keep my shit completely in control. Okay. Manscaped. And I, I, I run on a spectrum of 12-year-old boy bald to this guy hasn't trimmed and shaved in a few weeks, but it's still I can still it's see doable. his fucking crank. You know what I'm saying? It's doable. <laughs> there's um, no... There's no... I don't like double standards. I don't, I don't believe it. I think it's, I think it's such a bad precedence. Personally. It does. You're right. Personally. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where do we go from here? That's... We, we just got dark. <laughs> yeah, I know. My computer has masturbating on it. Not well. It's not the worst thing. No. It's all good. What do you watch when you dabble in the porn, though? You know what's crazy, man? Is, uh, I really, if something's, like, you know how, if you pull up, like, a porn Uh website, it's a bunch of random shit, right? Random videos. Mm -hmm. Right. I usually just kind of cruise the first few pages. Right. I uh, I make it a rule. I don't ever, I go deeper, right? I'm on the third or fourth page before I'm really clicking into something. Yeah. Because, uh, I don't know what I'm getting into. I'm a fan of, uh, I like some like solo girl to like start out with. This is why this is another reason why I don't watch porn because I'm like because it could be. I start dissecting. I'm like you know I look at the storyline. I'm yeah. like this production is shit. Yeah, you know I don't like well, it. I'm not okay. into it. In my mind, in my I mind, the same thing, right? Yeah. And then I sit there, and then all of a sudden I'm scrolling down to see. Well, okay, let me see suggested videos now, and then I start clicking on that, and that's going down a fucking hole. Because yeah. as soon as you start clicking on that, you get into some or weird into shit. And then, and then, I don't even care about the porn anymore. I'm curious as to how yeah. the fuck she's doing what she's yeah. doing or how he's... I mean, you know, like the guy with the pickle jar up his ass. What? Strange. You know, like, so, it gets weird. And I don't... Dude, I don't have time for that. Like, right. my mind... You know, I got a thousand things. I can just open up the file cabinet of the old fucking brain, bu- the, the brain bucket. Right. Pull out a file and open it up and I'm fucking... I'm in and out in five minutes. And sure. Bam, bam, well, you have minute. more control. That's accurate. I will tell you on that uh, podcast. This was like last year. I was listening to that. Um, you don't listen to it anymore. I listen. I've listened. I probably listened to maybe four to full episodes, and I found out about it like last so about summer. the same amount that you've listened to this podcast. <laughs> no, more than this podcast. But I just got turned on to this podcast. So uh, 
I plan on being a more intricate <laughs> member of this group. But she brought on the chick, the host, Asa, brought on uh, this chick, Bonnie Rod, because uh-huh. she was returning to porn. She like was in porn for a big time, and then uh, she like left to have a kid and all this shit. She was coming back, and she brought her on like as a promotion. And this chick is like, the podcast started out was like, so, Miss Rodden, you are the queen of anal, and you, you know, you're the only chick in the porn industry to have three dicks in your ass at one time. I'm hooked right on my shit. I'm listening to this. I'm pulling up the truck because I don't want to get out of the truck because I'm still listening to this type of thing. And um, so that launched me on a... And then I found out what kind of porn this shit was into. Is uh, On a scale of 1 to 10 of aggression, it is a 10, son. Very aggressive. <laughs> what does she um, do? She does like... Pull it up. Almost like torture. Jamie? Almost like... like I, don't, I don't want to say torture. Bonnie Rotten. I don't want to say torture porn. But, but BDSM? Uh, like, yeah, yeah. Pretty much hardcore shit, dude. Things you don't want to know that you're you're in school when your mom was Bonnie Rodden, like you know. Whoa. No offense, I'm not the morality police, but I would not want to be like, oh, my mom was Bonnie Rodden, because she has done some shit, buddy. I don't. How would you? What? What? How would you explain that to your friends at school? If your mom was well, she's considered the squirt queen. If you're, except pull up a vi- We we need. Oh, all I'm getting is a whole bunch of like, watch this video on Pornhub, watch this you porn X videos. And I don't want to watch a video. I want more. Just like, watch the video, so we can see what we're talking about and we can commentate on, right. on said video. Right. It'll be like watching a, like like the old days. Are you about to are you about to stream porn on the podcast? Yeah, why not? No, I'm, I'm just gonna look. We're going. We're going all kind of places today, boys. Like the we're old rocket ship. Yeah. Like the old days when, you know, people used to sit around their radio and commentators would commentate on a sports event. We're going to commentate on what the porn is doing. Speaking of sports, Gosh, young. I, I think, I, how rad is it that in one year, in one year, San Diego, so San Diego has, has had the goals, right? We, we have the goals, the AHL hockey team. Mm-hmm. Been a many goals against badass. In one year... San Diego has gained a professional lacrosse team, the San Diego Seals, which is dope. They gained a professional rugby team, the I believe it's the San Diego Union. They also gained a semi-pro football team, mm-hmm. the San Diego Fleet, mm-hmm. in one year. What do you think about that? Uh, I think it's it's a it's a move to bring more sports in because the Chargers left, so they're trying to keep San Diego engaged in the sports community, maybe. I think it's pretty fucking rad. I do too, personally. She's just into you know the BDSM and double penetration and all that shit. I mean, are you gonna pull a video up or not? No, I I looked her up. It's good. I'm not streaming fucking porn. Look, first of all, my pa- my battery and my computer. Your porn. shirt says "Practice like a champion," and this is some amateur shit you're talking about. Pull it up so we can commentate on what we're watching. Well, no. Personally, I've seen it. I feel confident that I can commentate on it. My man, right here. He's over here looking like a church boy. No, you're not. He probably come across her on, and not knowing it. All right, okay. So now let me know it. Are you gonna pull it up or not? Yeah, chill out. Okay. There's an internal debate, folks, whether the porn comes up or not. And uh, we're obviously facing some real moral moral quandaries here. Why? I don't know why. If we can talk about compulsive masturbation, then we can commentate on porn. 
No, and I, maybe I want to backtrack on that a little bit. I, I wouldn't say compul. I, I feel like compulsory masturbation would be like like Chucky from Sons. Yeah, like Chucky from Sons. Like <laughs> yeah. you can't. So maybe maybe like a. Uh, I feel like it's very more important that people make it seem out. And I know many smart people have gone on record, and I cannot name your name, so don't quote me on this. <laughs> for saying, dude, before you make a serious decision, crank down. It will change the course of your outcome. I promise you. Here we go. Oh, we're, we're really doing this. Yeah. You I know. I, oh, man. She's bonded. Yeah, yeah. She's a... Uh, I know, I know an old... I know, I know a 63-year-old man that might approve of this. Yeah, that's uh She's tied up to a chair. Like, arms and legs. She's acting like, how did I get here? Bitch, you know how you got there. Yeah, you're getting paid to do this. Wow. That full, is, full. She's, she's exposed. Yep. I'm not a doctor, but uh, I feel like I'm at a doctor's clinic. <laughs> that's what, if I was a gynecologist, that's what I'd be look at, looking at. Yeah, and this guy's just sitting in a chair just hanging out. Walking slowly. Oh, there you go. Yeah, he must work out. They can hear all of this, by the way. This is great. All right, too, huh? Oh, yeah. Just, just fucking spread it. Right. What were we talking about? Yeah, this might be it. Yeah, I think we're, I think we're over it. <laughs> Are you uncomfortable? No, no, not, not at all. I mean, I just, I just feel like, I feel like the listeners, you know, maybe they, maybe they do want that, maybe they don't. Uh, I, too late. Yeah, yeah, too, you know, it's there. Who but, fucking cares? Yeah, it's all it's thirty minutes in. They turn it off after ten. So. Better, better not. Better not. Only the real deep listeners will get to the porn part. They'll all probably right. hear us say compulsive masturbation and be like, "All right, this is dumb. Turn it off." But uh. So that Alex Jones. Fucking podcast. Fucking Alex Jones, man. So, this is my problem with Alex Jones. I fucking go, I go into work the other day, uh-huh. and, you know, we, you just like you and I talk about, oh, do you see, you know, you hear the Roga podcast, you hear this, and I listen to uh, a lot of, like, five, there's five podcasts I listen to fucking consistently. Consistently. Like, all the fucking time. I'm, I'm like, pretty current on all our episodes. Rogan's one of them. <laughs> there's two fitness podcasts. One's, like, more of a diet nutrition. The other one's more of, like, a training I listen to the Mind Pump Media. Mind Pump Media is kind of like, not just all fitness, it's more, and it's also kind of personal with the dudes that do it, which, you know, shout out to Mind Pump if you're listening. Badass podcast. I love that a whole lot. And then I also listen to the um, Never Quit podcast, which I told you about, which is a badass, super motivational podcast. I listen to that all the time. I walk into work and people are like, did you fucking listen to Alex Jones? It's fucking crazy. We're going to be talking about it. And I'm like, and I fucking hate Alex Jones. I hate his voice. And my problem with Alex Jones is this. Alex Jones is play, portraying a character. I feel like if you, got him, if you met him on the street in a capacity where you could get to know him, he would be vastly different than what, than what we all paint him out to be, right? He's a Sandy Hook guy. And he even, he even talked about what the, the part of the podcast I could fucking go through because I hate his voice so fucking much. He even talked about how he had grown on another person and some of, the, some of the stuff he says is regrettable. A lot of shit he says is painted in a way that's not exactly accurate, taken out of context, which I would hate if it happened to me, regardless sure. of what he said. He did say some really fucking stupid shit, which he admits. Um, but he's portraying a character, dude. And one of the most, one of the, one of the crazier things that, that you know, they, they, the whole abortion fucking thing, I don't know if you heard, mm. you listened to that yeah. part of it. I listened to the whole thing. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. What, what, what was, what, what part of, what did you owe? Take away from it some of the talking points he took away from it. Dude, he was everywhere. Like, 
it was hard to keep up with the man. Yeah. Because he was... What was his standpoint on the abortion thing? uh, So he was talking about the post-birth abortions. Sure. And how doctors are... um, I mean, he wasn't wrong either because they pulled up videos and, and of a Virginia governor, I think, talking about it. Talking about the government. Yeah. The government. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he was talking about how they will give birth. They'll make the child comfortable. They'll take the child away from the mother, mm-hmm. make it comfortable. And then it's between the mom, the dad, and the doctors and, or yeah, whatever sure. to decide what they're going to do with the baby. Uh-huh. And they're just harvesting organs. And that's all. And that was his that's, point. No, he hates it. He, he thinks it's fucking crazy that it's happening. I agree. Yeah, well, who, who wouldn't? Who would look at a baby and be who like, wouldn't? you need to die? How, how many people sit in there passing Unless it's bills? baby Hitler, which I'm well, on the record well, saying. There seems to be a lot of them out right now. Because um, there was, I don't remember who it was. Damn. You, um, can, you can listen back. Quote me. If baby Hitler was here, I'd put him in a safe and throw him in the ocean. <laughs> I've said it at least five times on this podcast. I'm watching Glorious Bastards yesterday. Uh, and that was, yeah, yeah. So, and I, I fucking hate Hitler, man. Who doesn't? Band of Brothers, dude. Every time they go, I mean, you've watched it, right? It's been a grip, but I have seen it. Every, every time I see the scene when they go, when they get to the concentration camp, yeah. dude, I start bawling. I get all fucking emotional, it, because I mean they really they hit they hit it on target with capturing the watchers, the actors' emotions and uh, affecting the watchers' emotion. They've really captured that in that one scene in that whole fucking series, dude. Great series. Have you seen the Pacific? Dude, I, I watch a little bit of the Pacific. I want to watch it all. I want to get all the DVDs and fucking watch them. Yeah. It's on... You have Amazon? Yeah, dude, but you know... I don't... I have a TV, but it's not plugged in, and I don't have the internet, and so it's like the stream... It's... <laughs> you can watch it on your phone, man. Yeah, you know, people say that, dude. I'm just, I'm just doing other shit, man. I, and I, I... I watch a lot of shit. Don't get me wrong, dude. I'm, I'm on YouTube. I watch fucking videos. I just like to watch stuff that I like, kind of like learn, you know? Learn stuff. So it's hard for me to like get involved in a series and be like, oh, fuck, the series dope. Well, I don't know how you can not watch Band of Brothers and say fuck the series. No, no Band of Brothers is, as I'm saying. <laughs> but I never got into the Pacific like that just because I didn't have it with yeah, me. Yeah, I, I watched like the first episode of the Pacific and then I, I was... But I, I think I fucked up because I tried to watch it right after Band of Brothers. So I think you got to put time in between when you watch them. Very true. What? Oh, I'm just, I'm, six presidential candidates voted in favor of... I'm gonna quote murdering babies. Oh, we're going babies. back to the baby murdering thing. Well, I was looking it up because there was well, there was one woman who it was for the New York, and I don't remember who she was, but she was being asked questions about the bill she wanted passed for this. Oh, you talking about the crazy New York senator? I think. I think so. I don't know who she was, and I can't find the video. And she, they were asking her questions about okay, so if the baby is born and is breathing, then it's between the doctors and the mother. To terminate the baby, and she says, "Yes, that's included in my bill." Are you fucking kidding me? You're a different type of grotesque human. That you can sit there and kill a baby. First, it was, you know, oh, this is a fetus; it has no feeling. Then it was, okay, it has feeling, but it has no rights. 
because it's not out of the womb. It's in the mother's body. Now we've gotten to a point where the baby is out of the mother's body, heart is beating, baby's breathing, uh, potentially making noise because they cry. Mm-hmm. Yet we're still gonna we're still gonna clip the spinal cord and say goodnight. Is that how they're doing it? That's how they've done it in the past. I don't know how they're doing it right now, but That's fucked up. doctors back in like the sixties and seventies used to take the babies out and just take these massive scissors and right between behind the neck they'd clip the spinal cord. Well, so Alex Jones was going on to say that they're harvesting organs and selling them for upwards of like five hundred thousand dollars. I wouldn't put it past Big Farm. Yeah. So what what do you, what's your stance on the whole fucking post abortion thing? You're not a dad. So this thing. You, I, I am I am uh, pro-choice, right, in, in the conventional sense that we all know abortion in a specific time, so every trimester, mm-hmm. you know. I so make, what's the furthest, well, what's, what's the furthest make, you'll allow them to stay pregnant before they need to make a decision? I'm not smart enough on the development of a, of a, a fetus mm-hmm. inside of a woman mm-hmm. at, at certain points. I'm, I'm not, I'm really not. Right. To, to make an educated thing, an educated conversation. Uh, I do believe in scenarios where it's like... You know, someone's raped or someone's sure. like that. Yeah, I get, sure. I get mad. It should be the woman's choice. It should be, I fucking believe it's the fucking but you woman's know, choice. But my argument is, you know you were raped. Correct. Okay. No, then why, why are you going to what? Why are you going to second trimester? Correct. I mean, why? Why did it take you that long to decide, oh, I hate this thing inside of me. It makes me feel disgusting every day. It made you feel disgusting every day from the fucking minute you got raped. True. Very true. Very true. But at the same time... It's getting real in here. It's a very difficult thing for me or anyone that's not in the situation to speak about what's going on in a person's mind. Sure. Because Absolutely. That's a, that, cause we're, now we're talking about trauma. Absolutely. We're talking about mental trauma, PTSD. Sure. You know, all this crazy shit. Sure. So, but, who knows what kind of demons they're fighting. But during a mental trauma, okay? Yeah. So, I'm going to get real. I've been raped. Okay? And, and I don't, whatever. This was in my past long ago and I've, I've gotten past it. But I have been raped. And during my mental trauma, I still went and got the plan B. You know I'm on this. This is my show. You know that, right? And you are my wife. I know. Well, this is this is past demons. This is I've dealt with it. This is whatever. But this is who I am, and this is why I have such a a, um, a emotional or which I respect, and I'm glad you're talking about it because you have a, a fucking. On the ground perspective, if you will, yeah, and I, which I appreciate, I don't, and that's why I don't want to speak ignorant. Right, about it. right. So, but I still took the plan B because I don't know. I don't know if if he did it, if he came. I don't know mine. if you know any of that shit. But I do you know that I don't want a baby from that man. I do know that you I took don't. Measures to fucking I took say, measures hey, fuck to that. say fuck that. To say. I don't want to, when I, when I find out, you know, I miss a period and I go and get a positive pregnancy test or, or let's say I'm too, too traumatized to do that point. So then all of a sudden I now know I'm pregnant and I can feel a baby moving inside me as a mom of three, that moment right there is something that is so amazing that I couldn't kill that baby. I agree a hundred percent with you and your situation and that's mm. how you handle it sure and and not everybody's going to handle it that way all, and I understand. all i'm saying is this is circumstances present themselves what if this person was in a relationship with somebody sure and they had were loving at some point sure. and then it went south and then things going on and then they force themselves in a, during the relationship or a husband sure. or on a wife force sure. themselves and now they're conflicted because they always wanted a kid i still don't Maybe think it takes nine months to figure that out I, I, it doesn't take nine months no and i have well i haven't even fucking gone 
on my view of this whole fucking post fucking birth shit. Sure. Which I'm talking about. Okay, conven- so we're convention- talking about conventional abortion. Conve- we're talking about conventional sure. abortion before this fucking thing even entered my fucking brain. I think that it should go no more than, and this is far for some people, 18 weeks. Yeah. 18 weeks, okay? You don't, at 18 weeks, it's kind of hit and miss. If you can find out what the sex of the baby is, they're still very small. They still kind of look like a little bean. Um, so what is it, 18? That's four months. Four months into this. It's, it's like four and a half months, right? Yeah, and that's that's in the second that's week. Fucking, that's pretty fucking far. That is, and that is. But if, let's say they... are showing and shit at this point, right? Sometimes, Maybe. unless it's your first pregnancy. Your first pregnancy, you could go up to seven months until you start showing. It just depends on the woman. It depends everything, uh, on everything. It, the size of the I baby, didn't know blah, blah, blah. that I was pregnant with my first until I was four months pregnant. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, because uh, I didn't track my period. I was stupid. Yeah. So, I didn't know until it was four months in. So, in that situation, if shit hit the fan and I was like, oh, my God. Well, then, okay, fine. You know? I get it. I get that shit happens. I get that, you know, if, if, if something happened to you traumatically, then, okay, fine. You got four months. But after four months, you lose me. You fucking lose me. Yeah, I'm tracking. Uh, I think everything's circumstantial. and It is. It is. But circumstantial I, doesn't grant past into the second half of the second trimester and into the third. I agree. Uh, I, I just think that it's, it's, it is a too nuanced issue with so many variables mm-hmm. that for a, a hard and fast fucking rule... I just can't, but it's can't, like it's like go. they sit they sit here and you get how many years in jail for for um, stealing or eating or smashing or destroying a fucking eagle egg, a bald eagle egg. <sighs> they have more rights than a They're human, so majestic than human baby. No, it's not born. It's a fucking egg yolk that I can fry in my frying pan. I, I, I'm gonna make a fucking bald eagle omelet. I, but I, I would. I would eat a bald eagle omelet. Okay, but... <laughs> and hope, and, and, you know, and, and what I'd probably do like afterwards, I'd probably want to fucking jerk off after. But great. Because I'd have to be fucking full of testosterone. <laughs> America! You know, I bet it would taste like freedom. <laughs> it would taste like fucking freedom. It would taste like freedom. But, but I'm allowed to kill bald a baby. At, a a, a nine-pound, chunky little monkey Six that just Jesus, came out right. of my fucking vagina. Yeah. That, by the way... These abortions that they they're, they're doing at, at nine months or at term, yeah. you give birth. I I, I want to go on record and say I once you give birth to this child, if you fucking don't want to, you have two options. Adoption, dude, yeah, keep it or fucking adoption. Once you fucking, once you give birth to that child and it is a healthy, yeah. sound child, you've got two fucking options: either yeah. either you know woman up and be a goddamn mom. Or give it to somebody who wants children who can't have children and wants yeah. children. And I listen. I, I think that I think That's that crazy. the the issue is with the country and in, in right now is Rocket. it's near impossible to adopt in our country. Okay, it's it's stupid expensive. I think that needs to be looked at and maybe um, redone. Okay, it's, it's impossible for a reason. When I come back, I'll, I'll get into that. But we have so many kids that, that are in the, the, the system, right? And that's the reason why it's all, oh, well, let them, let them abort. Let them abort. We don't, we don't need any more unwanted children in the country because we have too many of them. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Well, then why do you make it so goddamn hard for people, loving people to adopt? 
Because just because a person's loving doesn't mean that they can raise a child. Sure, but then I don't have to pay a single dime to have my child. Um, well, I have to pay medical bills, but I don't have to pay anything to raise my child. And there's fucking crackheads out there raising children and putting them through hell and ruining that child mentally. And it's almost impossible to adopt because of that. Because they don't want to put a child in that, in that kind of situation. Sure, but it's also stupid expensive to adopt in this country. I'm going to look it up. Oh, fucking A. Sorry, you guys got me on a fucking... It's alright. Congratulations. It's okay. Uh, Speaking of, my man just handed me a koozie. Tell me about your favorite koozie and where you got it. Your most storied koozie and where you got it. My son bought me that Raphael one. Your son bought it for you? Mm -hmm. It's a very sweet story. I like that. Raphael koozie. You know what would be my favorite koozie? My porn dog one that I still have not received from Dirty D. It's coming, guys. Don't you worry. All right? Don't you worry. I'll keep it on deck for you. In 2012 to 2013, um, uh, Adoptive Family Magazine surveyed 1,100 families who adopted. An average total cost adoption through an adoption agency was 39966 uh, And that's not including the cost to raise that child. Okay? Independent adoption, 34093 Agency fees, program application... Adoption agency, 16962 So that's 17000 on top of the 40000 We're now at $57,000 to say, I want to give this child a loving family. Independent, you're looking at 3357 So you're sitting at 37000 to adopt independently, which means that I have a surrogate and everything's, you know, I'm going to independently without an agency. Okay, I'm not going to go to a... a uh, an orphanage and, and, and pick out a child. I'm going to go over here. Now, people spend more than that on cars daily, right? Yeah. Whatever. But not everybody can afford that $50,000 car. So they're driving $20,000 cars, but they treat their $20,000 car better than the person who can afford the $50,000 car. Just because you can afford it doesn't mean that that makes you a good person or a good parent or a good... Uh, uh, no, but if you look at it through the eyes of the government and the man, if you look want, it through the eyes, will you of the shush government, and let me talk? Yeah, government, government, please. government. Please. government. Please. If you look at it through their eyes, they want to give this child the best possible opportunity to. Why does that gotta be money? Because that's the way it is. Why does that gotta be money? Because in their eyes, that's the way it is. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. I'm gonna spend fifty thousand dollars on a child just to take them home. Wouldn't you rather me spend that fifty thousand? Spoiling the shit out of that kid, giving that kid everything that they want. Fifty. Look, make me, say you're make going me, to. make me put that. I don't know you here's woman. the thing. Make me put that fifty thousand in a sealed account for that child's education, and they don't get it until they they enroll in college, and it pays for their college. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's a it's some wonky shit in that in that world. And sure. I, I can't really. Where are you with the fuck? Where are you with this, the post abortion stuff? Oh, I'm fucking vehemently. I think that's the word. I'm fucking against it, dude. That's what? just fucking bad. Yeah, yeah. What did you say? Look it up. <laughs> vehemently. Ve- ve- look this up. Vehemently. I think it's a word. We're going to find out. I'm ferociously against it. <laughs> that's the fucking word. I know that is. That's just fucked up, dude. Yeah. So, how did that, on that podcast, how did it even come, how did that conversation come up? Vehemently. Uh, well, let's see. Hold on. How do you pronounce it? What? You said it wrong. Vehemently. Vehemently. See? Not you. You're not a bitch. You're on the bitch. Rogan podcast? On the phone. <laughs> yeah, how did it come up? So he was Context. just going 900 miles an hour and just went into it. Alex was. Yeah. 
Just and went, went right into what it. What did fucking Eddie and Joe say about it? Uh, Eddie wasn't there yet. And oh, Joe. He came in halfway through or something? Yeah. Joe was just like, you fucking. Because he didn't. He was like you. He didn't know a whole yeah. lot about it. And he was just like dumbfounded that yeah. people would fucking do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it got a lot weird. That podcast got really fucking like weird. Yeah. Like talking about taking DMT and talking to interdimensional beings and and that we only half of our brain is used because the if we if we get in touch with the other half of our brain we really see the other dimensions dude i i, I will I've, I've dabbled into that i will say this man i will, i will say this so over the past 12 13 months i've experimented with uh, the float tanks I've been involved, I've gone in the float tanks, and I've done, I, I don't do drugs, I mean, no drugs, any drugs, and mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, other than alcohol, right, so, hey, hey, cheers, Coors Light, Coors Light, we're looking for sponsors, so anyway, <laughs> I, uh, but, but my first time, remember last year, I went six months, mm-hmm. no booze, and then I did two months, no booze, so six, seven, eight, so I spent eight of the 12 months last year, bone dry, not a fucking, not an ounce, right, and my first time going to the tank, and I, have a, I think I have a pretty fucking active mind my wheels are spinning pretty pretty good throughout the day right mm-hmm. and on a regular basis what's so the float I, tank so the deprivation tank what's that so the deprivation tank you got a fucking google machine it is a you. tank it's dead they put you in a tank the tank is airtight not airtight that's the wrong word it is uh light tight it is what well, it Blacked out. You can't yeah, fucking sure. see. It's completely <laughs> pitch black. You can't even see it like this. Look, Katie. You can't see your hand in front of your face. Oh, fuck. You, no, I'm, I'm listen, panic. Focus, focus. I'm trying. Listen, focus. The water. Is it oh, filled with salt so it makes you float? Can I, you, want, you want me yeah, to fucking tell you? Yeah. You want to Google it? Yeah, God. I didn't actually Google The water is your body temperature. Right? Okay, so so you, don't feel, you don't feel a difference. 98.6. You don't feel a difference. They, they melt 10,000 pounds, the good ones, a good place of 10,000 pounds of ethan salt, so you are buoyant, so yep. there is no float. I mean, there's only, you only float, so like you don't sink. I'm, I'm not a fucking... The Dead uh, Sea has got expert. so much salt in it that you float. If you say so. Okay. So you're in this tank. So, you can't see anything, <clears throat> you can't hear anything, you can't feel anything, because you feel equal to the water. Does it just feel like you're and floating? And you float. Does it, it feel like you're like floating through space? If you let me finish, I'm I'll sorry. tell you all about it. I'm just it. asking questions. But you're being, you're being, you're being very, very rude Be and ineffective. Piffy, come on, or piffy, piffy. So the whole concept of this thing is, and you say, "Hey, I'm claustrophobic. Fuck, I'd freak the fuck out." But mm-hmm. the thing is, when you're in there, you're just floating. You don't have no. That wall next to you could be seven inches from your arm, or it could be seven thousand miles from your arm, because you have no context of where you're at. So what I'm trying to say is this. My first experience with this fucking tank, I go in there, I would complete it. And I, I, I like to think I'm pretty in tune with my, my brain. Like, mm-hmm. the brain's a powerful fucking thing. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot of preconceived notions about a lot of things, man. I kind of go through life in an open platform. Sure. You're on this fucking tank thing, man, the, the, the tank tank, as I like to call it. And I'm like, and I got some shit. I, I took some stuff to the tank. Like, I had some stuff that I was trying to go th- sort through in my mind. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, I need kind of fucking peace and quiet. I went in there. I went in there for 60 minutes. 60? 60. 60. Okay. That was where my session was. It took me a few, a little, like 10 minutes to calm the fuck down and relax. But as I relax, and I eat, the whole time I'm just breathing, right? In and out. In and out. Nice and slow. Focus on my breathing. Focus on my sleep. Focus on my breathing. And I've developed a system that I, now I go into the tank so I can get into the tank, get in the groove faster. In that 60 minutes, 
I literally, I woke up and fell asleep several times, mm-hmm. number one, and I didn't know whether I, when I was awakened, I was dreaming, like, I was, am I thinking, am I dreaming, what's going on? <laughs> right. I completely got just fucking transparent in my own brain. Yeah. I left all ego, I explored all subjects, and, and it was crazy. And I literally was exploring things from, not me, as I know myself to be, and as I walk around with everything on my shoulders, whatever right. I got every day, but as a person who was looking outside in to the issues of that, as, there was, as if there was somebody else's. Right. So, so almost out of body. It was crazy. Yeah. It's come to find out that this dude, and I didn't know I was in there for 60 minutes, like because I, I, I don't have any time. Right. So I get out of the tank, and I had this fucking crazy experience, man, and I was so clear-headed, and it was, it was amazing. Like, I was like so amped up about it. I went out there, and the guy was like, he's like, guy said, how long do you think you're in there? I said, I think I was in there for at least three hours. He said, you're in there for 75 minutes. Wow. He said, the guy, the other guy canceled. I gave you some extra time, because you can get out anytime yeah. you want. If you didn't want it, you just got out. And I felt like I couldn't tell you how long I was in there. So since, so since then, I've transformed how I go into this tank. And now when I go in the tank, I imagine myself, what if I go in there with a problem, or and it, talking about like transcendence and, and tapping into parts of your brain you mm-hmm. really didn't focus on, mm-hmm. that's what this conversation's mm-hmm. about. Because mm-hmm. now I go in there, and I, I have like a whole fucking image and process that I do. Is I write whatever I, whatever I got going on, I write it on a whiteboard. Right. In my brain, like I'm in a big classroom, one of those big classrooms that slants down. Yeah, like it's a, like Oxford-style fucking yeah. classroom, right? Yeah. You're and in the university. All this shit's all my problems are on the board. And then there's a, a thousand seats. And I go from seat to seat to seat. And I literally look at things from a different perspective of each seat. I right. move a seat, I think of something else. I move a seat, I think of something else. And I just do that over and over. And before you know it, dude, I'm in a fucking rabbit hole that I didn't know existed. Right. In it, and I am 10,000 cells looking upon oneself. It's fucking nuts. So, if you took drugs, mushrooms, DMT, yeah. psychoactives, psilocybin, whatever the fuck, I can only imagine, like me personally, right. I can only imagine what that would do for me. Oh, yeah, it would amplify it times like a bit. So, if I can do right? that, stone cold sober, yeah. going off fucking kombucha and water, right. I can imagine what, what that shit would. So, it is, when people say crazy shit like that, and I, you, you don't bring everything back with you, right? So let's say that that world that I've been saying, you don't bring so it all back, right? Let me let me let me get yeah. into it. So he was talking about some CIA operatives or whatever that he knows talking about no Nazis. Excuse me, the Nazis would take DMT. They would, and it wouldn't just be one guy. It would be a group of guys, and they would all take the shit, and then they would see these these celestial beings come out of the woodwork. They would make deals with them, tell them what they need to do. And then when everybody was sober again, they all saw the same shit. Every, nobody's story was any different. Like her story wouldn't have been different from mine and mine wouldn't have been different from hers. Everybody are they all together? Yeah. But well, okay. So but um, they're monitored when this is happening. Right. But so they're not talking or anything no. like that. They're, they're, they're not interacting with each other. They're just no. all in like the same yes. room. Like, oh, what the hell is that show on, on Netflix that I watched? I don't know. I don't know either. But, but it gets fucking weird, man. It's a good listen. Just just give it give it a give it a listen. I need to, man. I'll try Get to over the voice. Too. Just pretend you're listening to yourself. Go into the tank and listen to him. Fuck no, dude. I can't I would never let that <laughs> cocksucker in my tank <laughs> Fucking Alex Jones, dude. Fuck. 55 minutes already. He's a gimmick, dude. I mean, I mean, he's a gimmicky guy, and, he, and he's also just fucking gross, dude. He's just, well, and I don't like him. What I read about him is that he, he claims to be conservative, uh, paleo-conservative, which I'm not sure what it is. I'll look it up in a minute. But dinosaur? He all, yeah. 
Um, but he also claimed it's probably like paleo diet, like conservative to the area, maybe or wherever he. I don't know. And then, libertarian or, or uh, liberalist. Libertarian. No, liberal, liberalist. Are you sure it's not libertarian? I'll double check, but. Because I would consider myself. He claims to a be. Uh, oh yeah, libertarian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, paleo conservative is. A predominantly American conservative political philosophy which stresses traditionalism, limited government, uh, Judeo-Christian ethics, r- regionalism, and nationalism. <laughs> What's going on? Sorry. I accidentally pressed some buttons, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Who was that? I'll be right back. My bad. My bad, guys. <laughs> that was straight. Is yeah. that uh old lady? My bad. <laughs> Well, so I mean, I guess I would consider his the, the tank the closest thing that I when he was explaining it for me would be when I go into the sauna after I work out and my heart rate's way high and I go into a sauna that's boiling freaking hot it it's harder to breathe and I have to slow my breathing and focus on my breathing and then you know uh, slowly just kind of relax and mm-hmm. calm down and I lose myself in the sauna. It's not dark and everything like that, like this tank is, but it's still that, okay, clear your mind, focus on your breathing, calm down. And I can feel my pulse. Do you go to the sauna? I have, yes. Yeah. Do you do this? No, I just get in and get out. Oh, well, I sit for at least... Very simple-minded person. I sit in a sauna for at least 20, 30 minutes. I may be somewhat intelligent, but I'm very simple-minded. Right. Well, anyway, so I sit in the sauna for at least 20, 30 minutes and... Like the whole... 10,000 seats, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to do that. I want to go try it. Well, I mean, I'd be able to sit in the tank. No, I want to see, like, because I under, but I also meditate to go to sleep. And I do oh, the guided, I the guided sleep. sleep meditation and things you like that. You swear up and down that shit works, but I don't think it does because you don't, never mind. What, no, not the hypnosis. I do the hypnosis, and that shit doesn't really work unless I'm fully engaged no, with... the meditating. I'm talking about the meditation. Well, the, the guided sleep meditation, I fall asleep quicker. And I can actually visualize... You know, it tells you, okay, visualize yourself floating through the stars. And it's very calming, right? And, and visualize yourself floating through the stars, and, and you're just floating by, and here comes a, a, a star shooting past you. And I can visualize all of this, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just black and because you close your eyes and it's all black. And you just visualize yourself doing all of this. And pretty soon you, you shut off your brain. You shut off the, you know, you, you relax your arms. You, you feel the, the, the warmth going through your hands and, and all the negativity seeping out of your hands and all this other bullshit, right? And it, and it guides you through this. And, and it's, I mean, it's, it works for me. It doesn't work for some because some people can't shut that part off. Did you tell her I love her? Of course, dude. I think it's... Would you, uh, I've always, not always, I would say after the past year and a half, I've wanted to really fuck with, uh, like DMT and mushroom instruments. I've done shrimps. Well, I'm very interested in doing DMT. But. I've never really looked into DMT. I don't know anything about it, but I've done shrimps. I can't right now, currently, but I would. And I've done shrimps three different times. And shrooms, they always say it depends on who you're around and what state of mind you're in when you take it. And I 100% agree with that because two out of three were terrible trips. Terrible trips because I was around some negative bullshit. The first time I took shrooms, I took way too many. But I had an amazing, an amazing experience. Like, I mean, everything around me was just 
it was a complete out of body experience. It was a complete, I got lost in a, um, we had a big TV, like, like a 45 inch TV at the time. And it was hooked up to a computer and you One know, you know, the screen saver TVs. No, it was just like the TV like this, like, a, you know, just a flat screen, whatever. But it was hooked up to the computer and it was in the living room. What are you, where the hell were you? This is bef- way before I met you. So, um, I had that shit back then. I was 18. It was 2008. Yeah. So, um, I still had a box TV. Anyway, so it, it, the, it was hooked up to the computer and you know, those screensavers where you just, they just keep tumbling. Yeah. I, I got lost in that for like 30 minutes. Just, oh, I'm flo- it, like they were coming out of the TV and going past me, all these shapes and everything. And then I got into, you know, the shadows on the, on the ceiling were turning into a forest of trees. I could hear the grass growing. Grass felt amazing. It was, you could feel every little, little bubble of dew on the grass. And you could just, you became. All right, sorry, we had a little snafu. So. You had a good trip. We got it. Thank sure, you. but like you know, you look at the colors of these strawberries and you see actual different depths of color and the all these differences that you don't see when you're of conscious mind, mind. Uh, like without it. What were you trying to say? You're interested in doing it? Yeah, I really am, and I really am. I feel like it could put me in a place. It, it, I feel like I get a lot of places on my own steam, if you will. Just kind of let like being open and and trying to go into the tank, doing these different things. Mm-hmm. I feel like I get it pretty far on my own. Mm-hmm. I've always wondered, man, what would what would like a little push in the right direction? And I don't want to go crazy. The thing right. is, I don't want to go fucking nuts with this right. stuff. I want a little bit, man. If I'm like, you know, if in my mind, if my mind is kind of rolling at like six thousand RPMs by itself, I want to go like sixty five hundred. Sure. Seven thousand. I don't sure. want to go off the fucking deep end and go crazy. You <laughs> yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I don't know, I just, I've always wanted to do that. I, I want to do it specifically and then go in the tank, to be honest. See, if I were to do DMT, I wouldn't want to do the synthetic shit. I'd want to do the the real shit, like lick a frog. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can get some frogs. I don't know if they'll be the right <laughs> Like, Robert, why the fuck are you? You don't chew on it. <laughs> man, man. That's, that's where the... Yeah, anyways... Well, got anything else you want to talk about? No, man. I got other things we can save for another time. Other things we things can save. I want to explore, but uh, I really appreciate you having me on. Hell yeah! It's been a pleasure. Too Enjoyed bad. I wish I wish fucking Jim was here because it'd been a lot more fun. Because you yeah. too, Jim. I'm coming for you, buddy. Can't wait. <laughs> he won't listen to it. He doesn't listen to our podcast. Okay. <laughs> but uh, he should. It's one more view. I know. That's what I tell him all the time. Yeah. Come on, man. It's another view. I'm not listening to that fucking thing. I hate hearing myself. I do too, but I still listen to it. Yeah. Anyways. I'm going to listen to it seven times. <laughs> Are you? No. It only counts as once. Yeah. It only counts as one view. But, uh, all right. Well, that's been, it's been real. It's been fun. And it's been real fun. I'm Bob. Well, wow. That's Dirty D. Jim's not here, but this is Jim Bob in your car show. Have a good night. <laughs>